Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. My name is Ann Baldwin, and it's great to have you with us today. And I'm Jim Beloga, Ann's co-host, and I'm president and CEO of YTI Career Institute. And, and Chester, Chester Institute. Institute. Well, Jim, we love to tell success stories and how people got to where they're at on this podcast. And we've got a perfect example of one of those today with Alyssa Weiss. Alyssa attended YTI's respiratory therapy program uh, in Altoona. Alyssa, thanks for being on the program today. We so appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So let's talk, let's just start from the beginning. So while you were in high school, how were you exposed to, uh, you know, career and skilled trades uh, out of high school? Okay, so I had a really great guidance counselor my senior year of high school, and she actually challenged us to visit three colleges before we graduated. So she wanted us to go out and see what there was out in the post-secondary world. So YTI was actually one of the schools that I visited. And I found YTI by Googling healthcare positions that are not nursing. And respiratory therapy came up. And I remember looking at the computer and I thought, that's something that I could definitely see myself doing. So I scheduled a tour of the school. Wow. See, and that's just it. And this is where the high school counselors and the influence, you know, while you're in high school comes in and the parents and the caregivers and the aunts and the uncles, you know, there are different directions to take as opposed to a four-year university. Well, well, and I I think the other thing that's really um, encouraging to hear is that, you know, high school guidance counselor, you know, put it on the students to to go out and do some research um, before they left high school. And and again, you know, I'm grateful that... um, you know, in Alyssa's search, uh, we came up um, because, again, I think respiratory therapy is a, you know, is a vocation um, or career path that, you know, I don't think a lot of people really know about. No, and not uh, until COVID. I mean, that's right. when it really exactly. kind of rose to the forefront and, and it's never going away. I mean, it's right. one of those essential career paths that you're always going to have gainful employment and you're always going to have a job. And if you relocate from one place to another, you're right. still going to have a job. So Alyssa, talk a little bit about your um, your schooling, what you did at YTI, how long it took, and then what kind of a degree you got in the end. Okay. So when I attended YTI, we were actually an in-person program and we attended the school. We got hands-on learning through devices that we had actually at the school, but we were also given clinical experience and that really helped as well. So when you talk about clinical experience for people who might not be familiar with that, what is that? So a clinical is where you actually go into the hospital with another instructor and you basically go through the day in the life of a respiratory therapist. So you start your day, you do your rounds, you visit your patients, you give them their treatments, and you basically get to work alongside an actual respiratory therapist and see what they're doing for that day. And it's a great way for our students to associate what they're learning in the classroom with Mm -hmm real life situations yeah that that's what i love about our education i love the the fact that we present the theory and then and then you take that theory and through practical application it really cements i think when i talk to students that that sort of intermingling of the the theory and the introduction of theory and then and then reinforcing that through the practical application of hands-on education and training it's the amount of active learning and aha moments yeah. that take place. And, and I'm sure, Alyssa, there was probably 
many times where you know you maybe read some information in a textbook and then it really didn't sort of come to light or you didn't have that aha moment until you were maybe by the side you know of a patient you know intubating them or doing something where you're like oh that's what that means right so Alyssa can you maybe share some of those moments with us yeah absolutely I mean even working as a staff respiratory therapist it was very cool to see students come to me and be like I learned about this in class but it never really made sense until you just showed me with a real patient in real life so I think it's great that I have the ability to talk about a concept and students come back to me next week after their clinical and they're like, wow, I was kind of confused, but then I, I, I did it on a real patient and what, what you said does make sense. So I think it's really important that we do that with our students. Right. So let's talk a little bit about upon graduation from, from YTI and earning your degree. Um, I guess career services at YTI Career Institute were pretty instrumental in helping you find a job. Yeah, of course. So Career Services was super helpful with me because they sat down with me towards the end of my schooling and they took the time to look over my resume, look over my cover letters, look over my references to make sure that everything was professionally correct. They also sat down and gave us interviewing tips, how to present yourself professionally. And they also shared a lot of job opportunities within the area, which I think is really awesome because some people just don't know where to start when looking for a job. Mm-hmm. And where did you end up? So I ended up at UPMC Altoona. So that's the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, right? right. For those who might yes. not know, and that's a big deal. So what did you do there? What was your job? So I was a staff respiratory therapist there for four years. I mainly worked in adult critical care, which was my most favorite thing. I loved dealing with the intense situations and being able to assist patients who were kind of in a bind. Hmm. Interesting. So um, could you share with our, our viewers and our listeners, you know, what, you know, what some of those things uh, might be and sort of a higher level uh, sort of so we could create a picture for them? Yeah, of course. So working in acute care, you're you're working with some pretty sick people. So you're working with people on life support, um, people who need increased oxygen demands. You're giving medications. You're drawing blood work. You're analyzing that blood work. And you're critically thinking to kind of find out what would work best for that patient. But you're also working right beside physicians who really value your opinion. So it's pretty rewarding. Mm-hmm. You talk about teamwork, and that's really what it is in healthcare, right? You're such a respiratory therapists are such a critical component of the entire care team, and the fact that you just said too, Alyssa, that they appreciate you, they appreciate what you do, and there's there's so much need for yeah. what it is you do. So, what is your advice for somebody out there who might be thinking maybe this is a good career path for me to take? So, my advice would be look into it don't turn your head the other way because you think that you can't do it or it's going to be too hard because we are here for you every step of the way so if you are looking into a secondary school that isn't a four-year college i i fully believe that you should do it i think that it's great that you can graduate school or come into a school and leave with exactly what you need yeah, yeah, no, that's re- that's really helpful. I mean, what I mean, as you were going through this process, you know, I'm going to go back a little bit to your high school days. I mean, what really resonated for you 
um, maybe you could just give um, our viewers and our listeners, you know, your perspective, you know, as a, you know, as a young adult, you know, 18 years old, um, what, you know, what, what sort of went through your mind as you, you sort of made that decision to commit to becoming an RT? Well, because too, and I'll throw this part in there too, there, there's a stereotype and I think it's diminishing greatly. Thank goodness. You know, a lot of your friends probably going to four-year schools, a lot of pressure probably to do the same thing, but look at you now. Exactly. And I totally agree with you. Students in high school are pressured to go to these big colleges and get your four-year degree, but a lot of students don't want to attend a four-year college because they want to be able to just go on and continue with life. And I think mm -hmm. that being able to go into a hands-on school is great. I don't think that we should have to go to a four-year school, and that's why YTI is Great. Mm -hmm. So respiratory therapy now is 100% online. And what we haven't told you about Alyssa Weiss yet is that now you are an instructor. You're giving back. Your love of respiratory therapy now you're sharing with other people that are coming into the program. How did that happen? So during my time at YTI, I had really, really awesome teachers to look up to. They were super supportive of anything that we wanted to do. They were always trying to get us more and more information, more and more places to go. So once I got into working as a respiratory therapist, I noticed how much I loved teaching students that were on clinical. So I was always taking students that were in respiratory school as a staff therapist. And when the opportunity came about to be a full-time instructor for YTI, I wanted to give my students the same opportunity that my instructors gave me. No, that's that's a and it's a great story. I mean, mm -hmm. you you have an unbelievable story where you know you're you know you came to us as a high school student. Um, you know, you successfully completed the program. You went and worked at you know I'd say a, a premier um, healthcare provider in the area, University of Pittsburgh uh, Medical Center in Altoona, and then now um, you've spent time there. Um, I would say honing your craft, and and now you're now you're taking all that knowledge and um, helping build. You know the workforce of the future. You know in 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 uh, respiratory therapy. I mean that's it's just, it's a wonderful story, and and it just it, you know I can't tell you. I mean Ann and I often um, have goosebumps when we when we talk to folks like Alyssa, yeah, um, because they're you know they're just their their stories are just um, so compelling, and 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 again trying to make um, more uh, folks in our country aware of the fact that there are viable educational and career paths um, for students and families um, that don't necessarily involve getting a four-year degree it's and again i'm not i have nothing against a four-year no. degree i have a four-year degree me too and um and, and i paid for it yeah and yeah <laughs> and um and, and and i think that um what when, when i talk to students and, and i'd be curious Alyssa, as your views on this too but when i talk to students it's interesting how they uh, want to go in they want to go into a structured program that they know that they can get in and out in, in a, a defined you know period of time, um, recognizing that life happens and you know things may have to get adjusted. But but again, it's generally a, a structured program, defined time, and they can you know incur um, less maybe debt, um, and then they can get out in the workforce and they can they can start you know paying back loans if they need to take loans, um, and they can start contributing to the local economy and community. Um, and then, you know, and then you, you compare it with, with other, and, and you can then, if you want to progress, you can always buy, 
um, if you will, or make those investments in your education down the road. I mean, I think all of us it doesn't have to, mean it has to stop. Exactly. I yeah. think all of us have to recognize well, that we're we all have to be committed to lifelong learning, especially right. in this day and age of technology. I mean, every you know every day there's a new technology that comes out that we have yeah. to you know s s sort of um, learn or, or or deal with. And and again, um, you know, healthcare is no different. I mean, healthcare's got a lot of technology in it. So. Right. So and let's talk about that technology as an instructor for respiratory therapy. What tools do you use um, with your students now? Um, what tools are you provided, and how does that online instruction? What's that look like? So for our online program, we provide live Zoom lectures that students can log in and receive live time with each and every one of us on the respiratory team. But we also provide video instruction where we go in and we kind of demo out a procedure or a concept so that they can watch it on their own time. But we also offer private Zoom sessions with students who need a little bit more time or a little bit more explanation. And we can do that on their time essentially. So if they have a certain time, we are flexible enough to kind of do what they need, but we also, again, send them to clinical. So I think our flexibility with these Zoom lectures and the video instruction is a great thing for them. Well, and that's, you know, and, and Alyssa, thanks for sharing that, because I, I hope our viewers and our listeners recognize that, um, you know, the online program that we have for RT is as robust as you know, your son or daughter sitting in a, in a physical classroom. Probably more so. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, yeah, I, I think it is more so. And, and, and because, again, there's often, um, you know, th this whole online thing, the hybrid um, concept of delivering education, I think a lot of folks are not familiar with it. And, they're, you know, they're a little bit worried, mm -hmm. you know, that there's no, um, there's no, you know, real instruction going on. But, you know, you just heard what Alyssa suggested. I mean, we're holding Zoom, you know, live Zoom lectures. We're holding live uh, private tutoring Zoom lectures. We're actually um, going through and demonstrating the skills that you're going to need to perform when you go out into the clinical environment. So, it, you know, it's as robust and, and maybe more robust than you know, sitting in a classroom experience. Right. And, you know, Alyssa, it's a better I, use of, of time, I think. That, and, and it can be on demand, right? I've yeah. talked to some students, Alyssa, who say what they love mm -hmm. about it is it, if it's recorded, you can rewind. You can go back and watch yep. it again. And it's like yeah. re, like reading a book. Well, if you didn't get that chapter, go back and read it again, right? Well, well and, that, and, that's, and that's the great thing, I think, about this, where the real value in the education comes is, you know, if you attend a physical class and you either got, get distracted during the class, you miss a note, you miss something, there's no ability to go back right. and really recover. Whereas now we're, we're, we're providing that, um, that benefit to students. And again, some students, we all learn at different rates, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and different pace. And, and I think that it really affords um, students a more robust um, educational experience. And Alyssa, I would just ask, you know, what's, and maybe you can help our viewers and listeners Maybe you could help reconcile this for us. You, you took obviously the in in person program. What I mean, mm -hmm. what do you feel is um, you know one of the key attributes of being in this online program now? I mean, what do you think is really beneficial for students to consider and their parents? So, I am a firm believer that you should be able to continue through life while you are getting your education for your career that you will have for your life. Right. So our program gives our students the opportunity to access information at 
any time of day when they need it. Mm -hmm. They can still go to work. They can still spend time with their families. They aren't required to be on a campus for a class. Mm -hmm. They just have to log in at their own pace and do their assignments. And if they need help, we're there there. to kind of That's huge. You know, so you don't have the travel back and forth. Think of all the logistics that you can avoid and all the distractions that you can avoid. Well, yeah, well, it's time and money and the distractions. and, and, And again, what, you know, what, what I often, uh, when I talk to our students as well, you know, I often say to them, look, you know, this is um, just because you don't have to physically come to the campus, you still have to do work every oh, day. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like you, you don't do any work. You have to do work every day. And so what you have is you have time of day flexibility. So, again, if something were to happen, you know, at 8 o'clock in the morning, you know, that sort of disrupted your day, you know, in a physical environment, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of anxiety that comes into play if you have to sort of be at a class at a certain time. Right. This provides um, – provides the student with that time of day flexibility where they can say, Oh, I got to deal with, you know, this family matter or this business matter or, or this my daycare matter. where my daycare it, person can't watch it, my kid today. There's yeah, so, so many, you, yeah, it's yeah. a million things. No yeah. flat tires. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. 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 And so, and so, you know, you, you know, you can sort of say, Oh, well, I'll just, I'll do my work at 12 noon today, you know, versus 8 AM or know? midnight. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could do that if you're up that late, but yeah. Um, so I think we've really showcased, you know, just the opportunity in the career path, especially with you, Melissa. Um, you've just been great. You're an inspiration, hopefully, to so many people out there who might be considering this career path. And uh, and I, I think that people should really take a close look at, at whether it's the respiratory therapy program or any of the programs that both YTI Career Institute or PCI a Porter and Chester Institute offered. There's just so many opportunities, and people are just waiting to get their hands on these folks because these are essential careers. Yeah, and I would just add, Ian, that um, I mean, there are there the, we get calls from employers every day. Yeah, there are so many jobs in the uh, educational programs that we offer um, students in, our, in in their families in our communities. Um, you know, I, I mean, yesterday I had to go get an oil change. You know, at a at a dealership. You know, they, they have a need for for automotive oh, technicians. Sure. Yep. Um, you know, the other the other um, the other day I had to go to the dental office. Um, they need dental assistance. Yeah. I mean, so across the board. Yeah, it, it really it, it's 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 amazing to me how um, there are so many career opportunities uh, for folks who want to pursue these essential careers that really help make America you know, make our communities in America run every day. Absolutely. Well, we hope this has inspired you to at least check it out. We encourage you to go to the website. That's where so much information is. You can go to yti.edu or porterchester.edu. That's porterchester.edu or yti.edu. And Alyssa Weiss, continued success to you. And thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey. And uh, we just know the good things are ahead and that these students, wherever they're from, that are on your respiratory therapy classes are just going to benefit from your expertise and your passion for what you do. Okay, so Jim, when are classes starting? So so right now we're taking enrollment um, applications for uh, our January class. Okay. Uh, so uh, for students who are interested, I would encourage them to go ahead and, and apply either online or, um, you know, re- communicate with us uh, however you want to communicate, whether it's by text, email, old-fashioned phone calls, Zoom call. Um, and if students are in the um, Altoona, PA area, they can always uh, stop in as well. And um, so, again, we try to make it as flexible as possible. Right. And uh, with COVID, we, we pivoted and, and moved a lot of the application process 
um, to enroll online. Okay, so it's as easy as that, folks. There's no reason not to look into it. Again, Alyssa, thank you so much. And, of course, thanks to all of you for tuning in to this edition of Inside Career Technical Education. 